Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life. Brendo, I'm ready to go. You look like you've you got your arms out like you're flying. Is that a stretch? I believe I can fly. No, sorry, that is a stretch. Yeah. Um, how, how are you? I'm good. Should we talk about the wine just quickly? I think we probably should. Yeah, so this is a wine that was gifted to us at um, Marundi by, or Bushbash, by uh, the one and only Bodog. Yeah, our, our first and only troll. Yeah, and um, you know what? I expect, he's not. I while on Bodog, I expected him to be one hundred percent twat, and he's <laughs> and he's only about seventy percent. So that oh, was a, that was a pleasant surprise. There you go. Thank you for the wine. It's lovely. <laughs> um, we also have a couple of guests who've got a couple of beers. So first of all, guys, tell us what beers you're drinking, and then introduce yourself if you don't mind. Mm. I'm drinking. Sure, I guess it. I go first because yeah. oh no, you're going first. Yeah. Okay, I, you I, go. Get you to it. I've got a uh, Stone and Wood Classic nice. Pacific Ale, delicious. Yeah. And my name's Dylan Murray, um, and I am one third of the team that's putting on Bitcoin Alive, a Bitcoin-only conference in Sydney in April. Solid. And what about our next yes, guest? And I come in with the uh, fancy beer, which is the Mountain Culture Tucker Munchies, which is a New England IPA with emu apples. I guess that's what... Uh, that's what Tucker Munchies are. Emu apples. Wow, I'm just, really I don't know what any of those words are. Is that from Urala by any chance? There's no, it's a, a local beer from the uh, Blue Mountains. No, oh. hold the glass up for me. So what does it work? For a second. You oh, pour, okay. You pour it into a glass. Look at that. Oh, it's a cloudy number. That looks like orange juice. That looks nice. That's what they all look like these days. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a super tasty. Uh, is it really? Oh, yeah, my name's on... Chris. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot my name for a second. I had to check the bottom left corner of the of the call. Um, but yeah, my my name's Chris. Um, I'm the other third, the one that doesn't do the math um, of Bitcoin Alive, amongst many other projects and and startups that I'm involved with. But this is the one that's uh, currently currently active and and present, and are probably what's going to dominate a lot of the conversation today. I imagine. Yes. Um, can you just, are you able to tell us who the third third is or, or that we didn't know and didn't invite and just clearly apologize for to now? Who, who, who are we yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that would be my partner, Jess. Uh, she is a professional freelance event manager. Uh, she's got more than a decade of experience uh, and she actually was the event manager for the venue uh, that we are hosting the conference at for four years so wow. uh, she's incredibly talented at her job um but you know she, she is a bitcoiner she's had uh bitcoin for a long time but she's not like us you know she doesn't <laughs> care about bitcoin and at the same level uh, as us so she's not the type to be joining podcasts and, and rabbiting on about bitcoin for hours but she's uh she's you know without her we i think it's called to... having a life yeah yes. something like yes. that i've heard of those people yeah I remember, but I remember once. I remember once being one. Yeah, those people up on the surface world. Yeah, I know. Thank you, Jess. We appreciate your efforts. Um, so thank. Sorry, guys, for not knowing that. Um, right, where are we going to start? So we're. Well, why? Why what? Why are we doing why, this in the first call? No, no. Why? Why a Bitcoin conference when you've got meetups and okay. and bush bashes and all that kind of stuff? What What's the motivation there for you guys to go radio? Let's actually do a a proper Bitcoin only conference. Well, everyone you speak to at these meetings, uh, meetups, uh, I've never been to a bush bash, but I will be going to the one in March, that's for sure. But everyone you speak to at the um, at the meetups, they're, they're always mentioning, you know, I wish there was a Bitcoin conference here instead of all these shitcoin conferences. Uh, and, and, you know, we always get exposed to these um, massive events over in Miami and Amsterdam and LA and all over the world. And we kind of see them through this like lens of Twitter and it's like, wow, look how fun that is. And and we Aussies have to travel very far and spend lots of money to get over there. Mm. And we at the same time, we're, we see all these like, you know, crypto conferences and blockchain events and 
Web3 stuff happening in Australia, but there's no uh, Bitcoin conference here. Um, but there is a massive Bitcoin scene in Australia. We're very, you know, dispersed and spread out, but we've got amazing, um, amazing Bitcoin talent here. And I think, and I think everyone agrees that it would be great to have everyone come together and celebrate that. Let's go. The um, I've mentioned that at the Bush Bash. We've been to a couple of or three now. Um, the Murundi ones, the New South Wales ones. They're, they're great, but they're much obviously much smaller events. So, um, but I think it's there's also an an element of um, like a, a bit of imposter syndrome in the room because people feel that they're a, maybe a smaller event and you see these bigger things happening elsewhere. But and we're kind of looking to these so called celebrities or big names in the Bitcoin world. When actually, I think they're probably sitting in the room, and I just to, to have a place for them to put forward their their ideas in Australia, I think it's a great idea. So, um, so what are we? So first of all, let's go. Let's do time scale, um, then do maybe do size, and then do you know who you expect to attend or who who you hope to attend. In that order, yeah. I've already forgotten the order, to be honest. So, I, I think, so we'll go. Um, what do we go for first? Um, time scale. When are we? When are we talking, guys? What have you? You've, you've set your date. Yeah. So we we went public with the date um, about two weeks, two and a half weeks ago. So it's happening April fifteenth, two thousand and twenty-three. So it's not that long away. Uh, roughly, wait, for, I guess four months to the date. It's the fifteenth today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Ooh. yeah, it's coming quick. Um, no pressure. But yeah, that's that's the date. We kind of had a look at the uh, at the global Bitcoin sort of calendar of events, and we we tried to spot a gap uh, where we thought that you know we could slot in, and and kind of April stuck out. Um, still got reasonably good weather in Sydney. Um, it's it's just after Easter. There's no other kind of big global Bitcoin events happening. There's there's sort of Bitcoin Miami in May, so that gives us a little bit of a buffer there um the idea was i guess we hope that this event could slot into that global circuit of bitcoin events so when people think hey what's happening around the world they think of like the ones dylan mentioned earlier but then also bitcoin alive for the oceanic region because we don't really have any representation um so yeah that's kind of how we got to the date um venue you, that's confirmed now yep so uh, the Roundhouse at UNSW, the University of New South Wales in uh, Kensington in Sydney. So that's about 15 minutes uh, by public transport to the CBD. Uh, it's very close to Coogee Beach. You could walk there in under an hour if you want or, you know, five-minute uh, car drive. Um, so the venue itself is a is, uh, world-class uh, conference and concert venue. So it's hosted um, massive acts over the years. Uh, it's just had a, uh, I think, $30 million um, renovation over the last few years. So it's all brand new, uh, amazing AV setup, um, top of the line facilities. It's a great venue. So it has a capacity of about um, two and a half thousand people uh, in a concert setting. So that's, you know, shoulder to shoulder moshing to, um, to a band or something. But uh, in terms of... Uh, conference setting, uh, we can put 900 seats in the main stage. Um, we can sell more tickets than that. Um, you know, maybe we could go up to 12 or 1500 tickets if there's demand for that. Uh, it'd be quite tight, but you know, I think if we get to that level, we'll be very happy with ourselves. Okay, and single room or are there breakout rooms available for other smaller sessions, or what's the thought there? Uh, yeah, so we'll yeah, have so the... the main stage. Oh, you go, Dylan. No, you go, Chris. Okay, I think there's a little bit of a delay, so we're uh, running into each other. But um, yeah, the main stage will will sit 900 seats, um, and that's on the on the bottom floor. As the name suggests, it's a circular building. Um, so you got your your main stage down the bottom. You've also got an upstairs kind of VIP balcony type situation where about a hundred or so people could kind of sit around there and get like a top-down view of the main stage. It's quite nice up there, actually. I've been there for many concerts. And Is that, can funny we go, side can note. We be there? Can, you, we, can you, we be there? You're not going to be top, top, top we, tier. 
we can we can print some like fake VIP tickets yeah. for you guys. And we can <laughs> I can smuggle you in. <laughs> Give them a medal. Give them a medal. We'll be happy. Um, yeah, sorry. And so you got that. And that looks down over the main stage. And then is it? Going yeah, to... exactly. And then there will. Sorry, there will be no, breakout please. rooms. To your point earlier. Yeah. Um, so that we're thinking one, possibly two breakout rooms that can each fit around about, I think, 100 to 200 people. Yeah, cool. So the kind of thinking behind that is we'll have a lot of the main kind of acts and headline speakers um, on the main stage. And we're trying to kind of go down the the more group type discussion route for as many of those as possible. So we can, because we it's only a single day event and we've only got seven or eight hours of everyone in the conference, which is still a lot of time. But, you know, when you turn things around, at the end of the day, you can probably fit seven to eight different sessions on that main stage throughout the day, ranging from 25, 30 minutes to 45 minutes or something like that. Um, and so better bang for buck is to have things like panels, debates, fireside chats, where there's multiple people on the stage, as opposed to just like singular keynote presentations. Yeah. Of course, if we have something major headline act that, that warrants the stage to themselves. And of course we'll accommodate for that. But the, the plan is to try to have more high level discussions on that main stage and then use the breakout room for more of those technical discussions or presentate presentation type things. So someone might do like a, how to set up a cold card or something or how to uh, plan for taxation where it's like a very controlled presentation where they can go through their slides. Um, whereas on the main stage, we might have a more philosophical type panel discussion about where should regulation go for instance as opposed to here's what's currently happening with taxation or whatever so that's kind of the uh, the content plan for the day is the main stage and then the two breakout rooms which will focus more specifically on workshop type delivery presentations got you got you and in terms of i mean we're maybe a little bit early just now but in terms of speakers who 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 are you looking to attract or who are you hoping to attract to, to attend they don't want to tell us that yet no i know but like is it like uh, what i mean is is it you're are you is the, the the intention to be like you know 80 90 percent aussies giving an australian slant on a bitcoin conference or is it are you trying to bring people internationally or what 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 are you what, what are your plans do you have any yeah it's gonna be... do you, are you that you're happy to share is what i mean i hope they got yeah, it's, gonna, it's, gonna it's just the four of us yeah yeah, 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 yeah. This is it. This is the beginning of the conference. Chris and I all day just <laughs> um no, we, we do have a really solid lineup of uh mainly Aussie speakers at the moment. Like I said, we've got uh amazing um you know Bitcoiners here in Australia and we, we should be really proud of that. Um so we've got uh quite a few uh lined up. Probably you know, we're getting to the point we've got like wow, we've got so many so much content, so many speakers, how do we fit them in? And that goes into the separate rooms. Also, we're talking to a number of internationals. Um, obviously, Australia is a far, you know, way away from everywhere. Um, so we can't expect everybody, everyone internationally to come in for this first one, but uh, there will be a few international speakers that we can um, add into the mix. But, yeah, we can't exactly tell you who right now, um, but over the coming weeks we'll be announcing the uh speakers well it'd be tricky too as a to balance wouldn't it because you guys want bums on seats so w wouldn't you want to actually announce that at some point fairly quickly to actually sell tickets as well you know what i mean so like, like yeah. if, if let's say you know sailor buddy rocks up or mallards or something that's yep. they're going to sell tickets absolutely but you're going to want to drip feed them right you want to drip you would want to drip feed out yeah out, um speakers or i don't know like I, i've never run a conference like is that is that what you what you do yeah, I mean, we've never run a conference either. Well, I mean, I've run like smaller meetups yeah. and and smaller things, but never like a high scale conference like this where it's the pressure's on. There's a lot to do. It's certainly not easy, and I guess this is why we've not had a Bitcoin conference in Australia is because it takes a lot of risk, it takes a lot mm. of work, and there's many unknowns, and then there's just a hell of a lot of mountain to climb to get there. But I um, mean, saying that, I'm personally super confident that we're going to be able to deliver something absolutely awesome. Ultimately, we want to put put this on, not just for ourselves, but for all of the other Bitcoiners out there in Australia and around the world that want to come to this and experience mm. something uh, unique in Australia. 
but um, yeah, that's kind of what we're thinking. Like, yeah, we're, we're working through all these problems. Like how do we announce the speakers? Do we, because uh, we do have, I think about 20 or so speakers locked in of which wow. most of those are Australian. Um, we're hoping to probably get a few more, but we're getting to the point now where we've got a pretty good core mm. group of really high quality speakers. And we're just trying to sprinkle in a few of those internationals, like you said, to be a bit more of a draw card, yep. uh, a different kind of perspective outside of that Australian landscape. Um, but we're very much focusing on highlighting all of the great Bitcoiners from the land down under, of course. But yeah, uh, you, you'll see, you'll start to see some announcements, I think, um, over the next week, week and a half. We're going to start drip feeding them. I think that's, that's our method. Yeah. Um, you know, m- maybe do one every couple of days or a couple of weeks until we've kind of exhausted everyone. And then that'll also give us a bit of time to quickly continue filling that list of speakers and hopefully getting some of those names. Like we'd love Mallers or, or Sailor to come along and, and they're certainly on our uh, internal wish list. Right. Um, but yeah, like Dylan said, it's really hard to get some of these people to commit because they've it's a short turnaround. They might already be booked. Um, mm. They might find the travel too far, the expenses a lot. Perhaps not for Sailor, but <laughs> yeah. some of these other international speakers, they're coming like 24 hours and they've got families and, you know, they're, they're Bitcoiners and they don't want to sell their stack. And so there's all these other uh, problems that make getting the internationals a lot harder. But that is partially the reason why Dylan and I and Jess went to um, Pacific Bitcoin recently. And I also went to Adopting Bitcoin in El Salvador was to speak to some of these people in the flesh, show that we're real people, tell them what yep. we're trying to achieve with Bitcoin Alive and get them excited in coming over. So we've certainly got you know, a handful or two handfuls of, of maybes, yeses, and in somewhere in betweens. And hopefully as things start to roll out, a bit of FOMO kicks in, yeah. people start going, okay, this thing is actually real. These guys are, are looking to actually deliver this thing. Cause I guess a lot of people are like, is this real? Are they going to actually be able to do it? And so hopefully, you know, the proof of work uh, shines through. Um, but yeah, we're, we're definitely looking to have some some cool international names, but we can't announce anything just yet, unfortunately. That's all good. Ma- the, the, go on. I was going to say, maybe we need to send pictures of Coogee Beach and, you know, nice areas and tag all these guys. Well, I have seen area. somebody, who was it that's out there offering, if, you know, <laughs> to get the free surfing lessons, oh. if they come up, you'll get them in the water and, you know, oh, you yeah. can do all that. Because <laughs> um, yeah. I noticed with the, because I'm from Edinburgh originally, so... Um, and I noticed the conference that they had over there recently, and there was a little bit of, um, you know, it was the first time they'd done it, and but they'd managed, they, they did manage to drag people in, and the crowd wasn't massive, but it was still big, um, and I think it's, and I think the event itself went pretty well, mm. um, but it's just, it, I guess a couple of years back it was like, you know, for a Bitcoin conference there was basically Miami, and then all about, well, then all of a sudden there's success that there and there's and people want to replicate that success so you, you are having to compete against the other places or well there's a question are do you feel like you're competing against the other conferences or do you feel like you're you've gone to them and it's like everything else in bitcoin you ask for help and people are happy to happy to uh, to help well definitely uh everybody who we've spoken to has been super supportive and um has offered their help to us and uh we're so appreciative of that um is yeah amazing um uh in terms of competition i think it's kind of like the, the position the geographical position we're in in australia is like this massive moat or like barrier to entry yeah where you know, maybe if you were in europe there might be a lot of competition you know prague amsterdam or whatever and and in uh the states you've got a number of events as well but if you look at the global map there's almost no you know, large-scale Bitcoin conferences in the Southern Hemisphere or even in, in Oceania, you know, Southeast Asia, this whole kind of region of the world that we're in. So why not, you know, we we deserve one and uh, we're going to put one on. When more, first and foremost, you like you want to go to one, right? So if you, exactly. go, if you want to go to one, why not just put it on yourself? This right? is exactly the the thinking behind this event is I'm kind of, as much as I love traveling and going to experience Bitcoin conferences overseas, um, it is tiresome and expensive. And so I want something in Australia. Like Dylan said, we deserve it and it currently doesn't exist. And that seems like an opportunity to put one on. Um, that's typically how I tend to start pretty much all of my startups is I have a problem that 
I can't solve through other businesses or the other free market. And so I go and solve that problem. And it turns out I'm not that unique and other people also share that problem. So it and eventuates in a business. <laughs> and so that's what Bitcoin Alive is. I want to go to a Bitcoin conference. I know many others in Australia also want to go to a Bitcoin conference. So let's put it on. And it kind of just feels like Dylan, Jess and I are just sort of spearheading it, but we've got this big crowd behind us, you know, cheering us on who want to be able to help in whatever way possible. And like Dylan said, we're super thankful for that support already in the first two weeks of launching this thing. People have been coming out of all sorts of places. And this is the thinking behind it is like, there's so much cool shit happening in Bitcoin in Australia, but it's happening in Perth. It's happening in Adelaide. It's happening in Brisbane. It's happening in Melbourne, in Sydney, all over the place. And no one's really connecting those dots and saying, well, let's combine our energy and really compound all of our efforts. So we're hoping Bitcoin Alive can be that, can be that kind of marker, um, that physical marker that really inspires everyone, brings the community together, creates synergies across the board, and and everyone just has a fantastic time. Yeah, and I'll, I'll also say that, um, you know, in the States and, and Europe, Bitcoin, as opposed to crypto, does it does get its own recognition or airtime in the in the public consciousness. But if you take a look around, what's going on in Australia? If you are a complete newbie uh, and you want to learn about what this whole crypto thing is, you are only exposed to you know crypto, Web three, um, blockchain conferences. There's no, there's no, there's nothing out there and there's nothing in the like public conversation that is accurately talking about why Bitcoin is different and should be considered as in its own category of one. Um, so that's, yeah, it's, it's not just for the Bitcoiners, it's for Australia to, to start taking this seriously and, and to start to learn from us Bitcoiners why we're all so obsessed with this thing. Mm. You want me to go? Um, just so based on your experience in, well, Pacific Bitcoin, and what was the other one, adopting Bitcoin El Salvador? Is that what you said, uh, Chris? So yeah, that's who, right. Who, yeah. Like who are the attendees? Are, are they like absolutely miles down the rabbit hole um, Bitcoiners or are they people who are just asking the question, what is this thing? Or is it a mixture of both? Is it, is it easy to tell? I, I I personally think it was fairly easy to tell the makeup of the crowds at both of those two events. So Dylan only came to Pacific Bitcoin. I'm sure he would probably agree with this, but I, I saw a very similar thing at adopting Bitcoin. It's also the second time I'd been to El Salvador to that conference, um, but they're very much targeted at Bitcoiners. Mm-hmm. Their content, the speakers, it's, it's, you've already been orange pilled generally. I, that's at least my opinion from, from as another int- attendee, the people hanging out there are typically Bitcoiners. Very few people I spoke to, or I can't even think of maybe any at all were like, Oh, I just thought I'd check it out. Cause I'm curious, but I don't know much about it. Um, I didn't have any of those conversations. The conversations were as you would expect to have with another Bitcoiner who, who knows a thing or two. So I think that's where perhaps Bitcoin Alive differs a little bit. So it very much is a Bitcoin event, a Bitcoin only event. And it is, like I said earlier, uh, an event to, to please ourselves because we want to be able to hang out with other Bitcoiners, talk about Bitcoin with with many of us in the same room. But um, we're very much making it accessible to everybody else. So whether that's no coiners, pre-coiners, even shit coiners, if they want to come learn about Bitcoin, which I think many of them should, um, you know, they're very much welcome and and we'll have something for them. So it's, it's a bit of a tricky challenge trying to cater to so many different types of people at different points of their own journeys. Um, but what we found is at these Bitcoin conferences, the, the already orange pill Bitcoiners or the Bitcoin maxis, they're just there to hang out with other Bitcoiners. Um, we all already listen to the podcasts from... Guy Swan from Jeff Booth, all these people who are at these conferences delivering keynotes and on panels. So the the content itself is almost like a sideshow to the conference. The conference is simply Bitcoiners hanging out with Bitcoiners talking about Bitcoin. So 
I'm under the impression that it's going to be pretty easy to convince the Aussie Bitcoiners to come mm. to this thing because we all just want to hang out with each other, right? And this yeah. is a great excuse to do that. Um, and so whilst there still will definitely be content aimed at those types of Bitcoiners because we want to have those conversations ourselves, we, we do want to also cater to those no-coiners or those noobs or those shit-coiners who still need to learn and understand the fundamentals of Bitcoin because they're the next wave and we want to create more Bitcoiners. So yeah. It, yeah, it's a tricky little balance between, you know, how do we cater to everyone? But I think, um, I think we've learned a bunch from going to these conferences and seeing what works for certain crowds that we can take the elements that we like and we can add the Aussie spin and also fill in the gaps where we think are important. Um, um, I listened to Wiz on Stefan the other day talking about bush bashers. Hey, I've not listened to it yet, but yeah, it's, on the, it's, on, it's on the playlist. Yeah, <laughs> I need he, to listen to that. He echoes yeah. basically what you were saying then, Chris, is that, you know, the, the uh, I guess the slots and the, the speakers are, are really good, but the real value is when you're actually at lunch or you're having a beer and you're standing around talking to other like-minded people. So, yeah. What, how does the venue accommodate for that? Does it, will there be areas like, is there a bar or like, you know, that kind of thing, or is there a social area or that kind of, that, that people can yeah. just congregate and chat? Yep. We've got a, uh, so there's the circular main stage on the ground floor. Uh, that's where the, the, you know, the panels and the chats will be. Uh, behind that, we've got a bar area and outside of that is a beer garden. So we've got uh, quite a large space for just um, chatting and, and hanging out. So in the beer garden, we'll have a few food trucks so you can eat and you can buy beer if you want or coffee or whatever. Um, and on the upper floor, there's also another bar that we are looking at being like a VIP or speakers area as well. And that connects also down to the uh, beer garden. Got you. That's great. Yeah. I mean, it's because there's – if somebody is looking in from the outside, they're just they're just a lurker, and they're maybe thinking about buying some Bitcoin. Maybe they have some Bitcoin, but they're on Twitter and they're looking at the conversations, but they're not really contributing yet. Um, there is, it's very easy to get the impression that there's a bunch of quite unapproachable people, right? We're, we're quite talks that we are when we are. I mean, it, 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 we're intolerance, maybe not the right word, but like, um, not not uh, not suffering fools, right? But but I think if you come with a genuine question, the, the level of help is wonderful. Yeah. And I know just from personal experience, going to just a, a few things that I've gone to, like when you actually chat, sit down and talk to a, a stranger, a stranger that happens to be a Bitcoiner, the conversation is easy. Like you can just chat to pretty much anyone, sit down at a table and chat to them, which is, I mean, it's very unusual in any walk of life, is it not? Is that what you've found yourselves or? Yeah, definitely. Like uh, when I flew into LA, um, the night before Pacific Bitcoin started, uh, they had a toxic happy hour um, at a at a bar in uh, Venice. Um, and yeah, I just showed up to that and there was, I don't know, two or 300 plebs there. And I was just by myself uh, and I just spent the, the night just chatting with everyone. Like it's very easy to, you know, talk about, Bitcoin to other Bitcoiners, as as you guys are well aware, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and then you know you see these like big Bitcoin names just walk in, and you can talk to them like one to one. It was a bit of a mind blowing experience. Just um, you know, I listen to these guys on the podcast in my ears like all day, every day, and then I'm just suddenly at a, at a bar, just having having a beer with them. Yeah. <laughs> what was uh, what was Knut's story when he met somebody? Oh, uh, Greg. Uh, oh, yeah. Fuck, well, fuck you, Greg. Fuck you, Greg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he, like, literally, obviously, when you're behind, if you're hiding behind the <laughs> NIM, and then people come up and introduce yourself, and finally, when you make the connection, it's yeah. literally his first words to the to the stranger was "fuck you, Greg." I mean, and it's in a, in a nice, possible, you know, a nice way. So, I just, well, I'm just trying to get across to the point that people, any of these listening who's thinking they might, they may be interested in this, but not quite sure what the crowd's going to be like. I, I think it could be, it, it's so far away from what you think yeah. in terms of. Um, how welcoming it can be um, oh, totally as long as you come with that open mind right you that's all you need come with an open mind and a willingness to discuss um, totally like like you might see the twitter discourse and that's just like a cesspool of you know hatred or mm. seeming seeming like violence and and i don't know it, 
Twitter's not real life. That's just just you know what what happens on the internet. But when you go to these real life events, it's a completely different story. It's everyone is open and just wants to chat and and help people understand this this technology. And you know, this is a Bitcoin event. It's a Bitcoin only event. We're not going to be talking about crypto or other other shit coins. So you know, people are going to know that coming in. I don't think we're going to be getting, um, you know, shitcoiners there trying to convince us that we're wrong. I hope that's not going to happen. I, I think they're going to be coming here to understand why we are, you know, Bitcoin only mm. rather than, than you know, this like multi-coin world they seem to like. Yeah, but the shitcoiners want the Bitcoin too, right? <laughs> I mean, that's the the, the the ones who understand what it is. They might still be trading for the shitcoin or whatever, but they still want the bit. They, they still want want the bitcoin too. So you might, I guess, you might find you get some of them there who who actually genuinely want to learn because and what they really do with their money is hold it in bit. Like they're trying to trade some other piece of crap to hold more to have more bitcoin. So well, especially might, people who got I still in. Don't think that's the that's not the majority though. I still think a lot of people. Uh, I, like for instance, I, I actually I helped someone yesterday with some some hardware wallet um setup problems and, and where my background lies with with what I do with CoinStop is is hardware wallets and security. So I helped someone with their hardware wallet, and you know as I was working through them, I I asked like, hey, do you have any Bitcoin? Because we can just use that as a nice example of how everything works, and I can show you the ropes. And 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 he didn't, and his comment was um. Oh, I, I think I've missed the boat there. Like, mm. uh, it's too expensive. Um, the classic, you know, I, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna pick the next Bitcoin, the the next uh, yeah. Ripple that goes to, you know, ten thousand dollars, or or the next Dogecoin, or, or or Cardano, whatever the hell it is. And and you know, it's funny, it's funny the psychology behind that because you know, Bitcoin was at eighty thousand dollars at some point, and everyone wanted it. Everyone was lining up yeah. to to get their slice of Bitcoin, and and now the the prices I don't actually know exactly what the price is, and, and don't mention it because I'm not actually looking for the entirety of this year, and I've only got what 15 days left, so don't spoil it wow. for me. <laughs> but um, yeah, we can talk about that later if you're interested. But um, yeah, yeah. so it, it's funny how no one wants it now when it's when it's four x or or five x less or whatever it is. Um, the the psychology and the mentalities is. is you know, we've still got a lot of work to do. And I, and I guess that's a, one of the many reasons why we're putting on this event is to help educate people about some of these misconceptions and, and lack of understandings on, on how Bitcoin works and where its values derived and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I think it's a perfect time as well. You know, there's, there's bound to be thousands of shitcoiners out there who have just gotten, you know, been through rug Correct. pull after rug pull for <laughs> the last year. And they're probably thinking, hey, maybe these Bitcoiners are onto something. Maybe I should start listening to them. So I think it's, you know, strike while the iron is hot, right? And um, I, I think it's perfect timing for them to to come and realize and, and learn from us, you know, why they're not too late. And, you know, they're, they're quite early, actually. Yeah. So that's that's what that's what I'm, I'm hoping that we'll get a good mixture of um, attendees and not just... The hardcore bitcoiners um because I'm, I'm hoping they will just come anyway um so one thing i think we probably should have started with how did you guys i guess first meet <laughs> Where, our names yeah the inception or you know the idea for the conference where did it come from how long ago when did you start planning we keep throwing 18 questions at you I mean, uh, yeah no. yeah sorry that's okay we will do our best to answer them all um, I, I think I think we started working on this. It would have been probably four-ish months ago, Dylan. I don't, I don't know if you remember more exactly, but it came from a from a conversation in a in a Telegram group, um, the Bitcoin Sydney Telegram group. Um, there were a bunch of us talking about it. I don't remember the exact things we were saying at the time, but I, I imagine it was something about a conference. It would be cool to have, mm. and then eventually we kind of decided, well, let's just take the conversation into a different group. So we're not just clogging up this uh, this Bitcoin Sydney group with this nonsense discussion about a hypothetical conference that doesn't exist. So we invited everyone to come along, who, whoever wanted to have a chat and, and flesh out the idea. I think about a dozen of us 
came over. Yeah. Um, and then we started talking about it and then sort of eventually we decided, all right, well, if we're going to do this, we should probably jump on a call and, and, and talk about it more than just simply text. Um, so we invited everyone and, and of that, I think five of us showed up, uh, Dylan, myself, um, Jess and two others. And then from that phone call or that video call, um, we realized that probably the three of us were the ones that had the right things going to make it happen. Um, and so that's kind of how, how the, how the three of us formed the team. And from there we decided, all right, if we're going to do this legit, how are we going to do it? And then, you know, all the mammoth work started from there. We, we built a, a company, um, and then we started working on the branding. We looked at the dates, we put together a, a presentation on the options. Yep. Lost ya. Jump in Dylan. Mm-hmm. Finish that venues sentence. And all the blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. So that, right. Maybe Dylan has some other key points to mention. Uh, you just cut out a little bit there at the end, Chris, but I think you, I think you oh. covered, covered most of it anyway. Um, yeah, it was, it was a fairly organic thing that arose out of like, like I might've mentioned earlier that, you know, everyone talks about how much they want there to be a conference, but no one was actually doing anything about it. So um, I figured, you know, why don't I, you know, have a crack. That's, that's like my, personal kind of motivation is you know this is something like i want to give back to this um bitcoin community that has taught me so much over the last um i guess three or so years now um i i would like to you know say my thanks to the community and and help uh build this thing the um I don't know, maybe this is a, maybe a superfluous question just because of what you just said, but I, I did notice with the one in Edinburgh that the guys who were organizing that took a bit of flack. The conference itself, I think, went off quite well, but it, they took a bit of flack because of their previous sort of shitcoinery stuff. Cause, but everybody has that, or a lot of people have that journey, right? Um, have, yeah. have, you, have you taken any flack at all or to, like get, had any questions from people like, who are you guys or why should I be coming to your conference in terms of like in, in, a, in a personal way? No, um, I don't think so. I mean, obviously, everyone is is um, likely to have questions about you know who, who are these guys and and what are their credentials on you know putting together a conference. But um, I think we've been fairly open about it, and anyone who has had questions, we've we've answered and and been very transparent about what we're doing. Um, so you know, we welcome any any of that. You know, if you've got questions, send them over. Um, uh and yeah you know if you if you're unhappy with with it um that's you know feedback we'll we'll take on board but um you, you could just say go fuck yourself around. yeah no sorry yeah. that wasn't that wasn't intended in that way i just more like no, not, not you, not you. Get the, all i'm thinking is you're going to get the um you're going to get the questions right you're going to get the questions yeah. from people yeah um or or the people who maybe you're thinking about attending and not sure if they should or not um yeah, yeah I mean, and so they should. That's uh, that's that's what Bitcoiners do, right? They they're, they're yeah. inquisitive. They question. It's it's uh, don't trust, verify. So you know, come come chat to us. Uh, come ask us the hard questions. Come vet us. I mean, anyone. Not that I'm exceptionally famous, but I've been around in a number of different communities. I've lived in Sydney. I've lived in Queensland. I've lived in Melbourne, and in all those places, I ran meetups. Um, so I think. People know I like getting involved with the community. I've presented at multiple conferences. I'm I'm very active in in the meetup communities around Australia, um, and I, I I just enjoy it. I, I like putting back, like Dylan said, giving back to the people who who helped me along the journey as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, like I said earlier, I, I think uh, judge us on our proof of work, right? So um, yeah, have a look at how we're conducting ourselves, the messaging we're saying. Uh, the way that we're delivering the things that we deliver. Um, come along to the event if if you wish um, and, and see for yourself if if it's worth your time. And if it's not, <laughs> we're sorry. Um, but yeah. we certainly um, will try our damn best to make sure that we put on an event that we're happy with. And I think, um, you know, my standards are pretty high. Um, I've been to a lot of events. I've gone to a lot of meetups. So I, I know what I want personally out of them. Um, that doesn't, of course, mean that that's what everyone else wants, but um, 
we're, we're going to try our damn hardest to put on an event to please everyone. That's for sure. Cool. Yeah, with the caveat that it's it's almost impossible to please all the Bitcoiners because we're <laughs> we're quite a diverse bunch, right? Mm. Um, but you know, I'll be I'll be super stoked if we get all the Aussie Bitcoiners, and not just Aussie Bitcoiners. You know, the wider region. You know, New Zealand, the islands. Anyone who wants to come, get us all in the same room together, and say, you know, we're here with you know, Bitcoin's a real thing that Australians should pay attention to and and learn about. Um, you know, I'll be happy if if everyone comes and has a great day. Anything anything more than that is a, a bonus. It's uh, it's already in my calendar. I've already told my wife, so I'm. Uh... Oh really? Yeah, yeah. That's all right. You're ahead of me. Good man. Um, I'm going with or without your hats. All right, okay, okay. okay. Daz is going, so it'll be me and Daz. Um, what Maybe about... we'll add that to the ticketing area. It's like a little checkbox. Have you okay this okay. with your wife? Yeah. And <laughs> like a terms and conditions box. Yeah. Um, is there anything, like, are you looking for help on anything? Like, is there anything that, you know, I don't know, you might need a designer or a whatever it might be. Like, is there anything you're, Right, that right now that you know that you're looking for help from the Bitcoin community because they're generally quite a helpful bunch when they think they can do something positive. Mm. Um, I mean, if you could, if someone could make more hours in the day, <laughs> that'd be great. Um, I mean, nothing like specific. You know, we tackle things as as you know sequentially in a way, and so far we've had it covered. We've been able to. We've we've got a designer on board who's helping us. Um, I've done all of the uh, website work so far. Um, if there is a front end designer or um, developer out there, maybe we could have help with that. I don't know. Um, it's got, as we go forward, we might need help with bits and pieces. But generally, when we're talking to everyone, um, you know about speaking or sponsorships or everything um we are getting a lot of offers of help and everyone is like putting us in contact with people who who are like always really supportive and and assuring us that you know if, if you want to speak to that person you know we'll we'll hook you up or, or whatever so um so far we've we've been pretty blown away with the, the response in that regard awesome um Okay, and we certainly welcome more of that as well. So, if, if people yeah. have ideas of things that they want to see at the event, or speakers they would like to have, if they've got warm intros or just recommendations of people who we should reach out to, please get in touch and let us know. Um, it, it is not easy running a Bitcoin-only event because you, um, you know, you stick to really strong principles and morals, and and that means you do things the hard way because you can't take the quick and fast money from the shitcoin casinos and and all that. And that really makes it very easy to get sponsorship money and put on an event and market it and all that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, when you do Bitcoin only, it's it's a lot more narrow in who you can approach and who you can work with. So um, all of the help that we get from the community and all of our friends, whether it be on Twitter or in real life through other contacts is very much appreciated. So please do continue reaching out and any support is very much um, you know, we're very grateful for it. Well, if you can get Jeff Booth, hats will be waiting uh, first in line. Lube, I'll be lubed. He'll be lubed up. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Um, the um, I got, I got a little, I got a little listener sitting on my shoulder going, "Would you just ask them how much it's going to cost? Do you know uh -huh. that yet? Do you know that yet, or is that something <laughs> that's going to is that going to come out in time? Do you? Where are we with that? We don't know exactly where it's going to be we've got a range um and and we're planning on releasing pre-sale tickets in january cool. um chris i'm not sure that we should disclose that range right now don't, no don't. no no like, i'm just yeah, yeah, but yeah. The, the time scale is great if you're able to sort of give people a you're thinking of letting people know sometime in january in terms of pre-sale that's that gives them an idea I, I, ideally yeah. sooner ideally sooner they're like there, there are a few things that are not within our control and a few pieces of the puzzle have to fall into place before we can get into control. So we're working through those problems to hopefully get pre-sale tickets or tickets available before Christmas, but we've also only got 10 days. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's going to necessarily be possible, but yeah, definitely like we've penciled in January as the announcement for tickets. 
tickets. If we can bring that forward, we certainly will. Um, but yeah, like we're trying to keep this affordable, but given what I just said previously about not being able to take anyone's check from any business because we have to stick to our morals and we want to stick to our morals, that does make it a lot harder to find that funding. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I want to try and make it affordable. Um, but we also have to make sure that we can pay for this thing and we don't go bankrupt so we can do it again next year. I mean, if, if the perfect world or, or a good world at least would be that we put on a great event, everyone has a good time and we don't lose any money. That would be yep. a fantastic result. Anything above yeah. that, if we make a few coins, then then great. But this is not the motivation for Bitcoin Alive. The motivation for Bitcoin Alive is to put on a really awesome conference. And so everyone has a great time. But you're already thinking maybe hopefully, you know, 2024, 2025, you know, this is, could be a, an annual event. That's definitely the, uh, the intention, you know, um, fingers crossed everything goes well for us in this, in this first yep. one. Um, if everyone has a great time and, and if, if we get feedback that, you know, people want to come to the next one in, in 2024, then yeah. Certainly a, a cause worthy of supporting, I think for Bitcoin maxis. Oh, totally. Totally. Um, let's also count our chickens before they hatch. So let's, you know, let's get through this one and, and then, uh, take it from there. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would love to have this snowball into an annual thing. How hard is this to organize when you've got your fiat life, you know, families, partners, all that kind of stuff? Like you guys, are you sleeping? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult. Um, it's not super difficult. I think, you know, it will get, um, much more intense as, as we get closer. Mm. So, um, right now it's manageable. Um, Probably like like Chris mentioned, we've been working on this for quite a few months already. So we've already built the website and um, got the design sorted, and we've been speaking to everyone we want to participate in the event for for ages. And we've got a lot of people locked in already. We're already speaking to sponsors. Um, you know, Jess has all the event management side of things um, under control. You know, AV all of that stuff, staff, security, um, tickets, all of that, it's not going to be an issue. Um, but having said that, there's still, you know, a thousand balls in the air that we got to juggle. Hey, I'm impressed that you guys are... It's a huge undertaking. Yeah, ever even doing this. It's amazing. No, it's amazing. It's great. Well, it's needed. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's needed. Well, it's not just needed here, though. It's needed everywhere. So yeah. um, the fact that we just need to add one to the to the circuit, I guess, and fair play to you guys for taking it on. Um, it's, like, it's like the the Grand Slams, like tennis, you know, you got the Australian Open, you got Wimbledon, you know, this is our, this is our Australian Open. All right. Djokovic, he going to be allowed to come or? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will allow him to come. Yeah. 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 There'll be, there'll be no uh, KYC or checking any sort of certificates Passports or anything and... <laughs> like that. People are, yeah, no, nah, none of that stuff. You're, you're welcome to come. Excellent. That's a common question from the uh, internationals that we're speaking to, and I'm well, glad to, stuff. yeah, glad to be able to say that no, none of that, not not nothing. You know, you can just walk into the country, yeah, with your passport. Yeah, yeah no, excellent. Let's uh, okay, let's line up. You, Chris, you don't look at the price. You haven't looked at the price for 350 days. <laughs> How is that going? It's been quite the challenge. So I, I put out this uh, call to arms on my Twitter uh, just before the turn of the year, late last year. Um, and, you know, basically said, does anyone want to challenge me into seeing how long we can not look at the price for? And and no one did, but that's just goes to show that no one knows who I am and I'm not famous <laughs> in any regards. Um, so I'm not surprised. Uh, but it also, also is a difficult challenge. I think uh, people are very kind of, uh, programmed to you know smash that refresh on their portfolio tracking app or on whatever website they use to check the price. Um, you know I've been there, and and you get very obsessed with it, almost like uh, refreshing every hour, like as if something happens, your life's going to ultimately change. And yeah, I started kind of moving away from that line of thinking, and um, basically dollar cost average. And, and using that kind of 
methodology when it came to Bitcoin. So I'm not a trader. I, I don't. I'm not interested in trading. I, I find it ridiculous. I, I, I think it's too time consuming, too stressful. So for me, dollar cost averaging is perfect. I can just set up my automation app um, and not have to think about it because what happens today, tomorrow, next week, next month, even next year is ultimately just noise um, in the long-term play of what's happening here. So, you know, like like we were saying, I'm, I'm going to die on this hill, right? So whether if Bitcoin fails next year, then I go down with the ship. But if it goes to where we think it may go, um, you know, the the financial side of things will just take care of itself. So I'm looking more at the Satoshi and the Bitcoin uh, metric versus looking at the fiat equivalent of that Bitcoin. So for me, I'm just, a, I want more sats uh, and I'll do anything I can to get more sats, whether that's earn, mine, buy. Um, I just want more of it um, because... Yeah, the fiat side of things. I mean, if anything, the fiat side of things will be so irrelevant at the, in the future that no one will even bother to look at that because it's going to zero, right? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, for me, it's uh, it's denomination in Satoshis, not denomination in dollars. Um, so it was easy. It was easy for me to, to not have to look at the price. And there's been no desire whatsoever. I think there's been like two, I don't want to call them slip-ups, but two kind of, events where I, I learned the price because someone spoiled the fun. Um, one was I was planning to do a monthly article talking about the previous month and and sort of highlighting my experience through it. Um, after I did the first month, someone just commented on it and said like, hey, here's the price. And I was like, all right, well, I can't trust anyone. Everyone's a, an idiot. So I won't be doing that next month. <laughs> and the other time was actually... Um, a friend who I think was perhaps making a joke and 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 shared the price and and so I made sure to let them know that that was not cool and don't do that again. <laughs> Other than that, like a friend. <laughs> no, no, no. We're still friends. Still good, very good friends. Very, very, uh, very good Bitcoiner. Very smart Bitcoiner. Um, but yeah, I've learned to kind of, you know, you think like, how can you not come across it? And you know, when I see sort of charts or anything of that nature on twitter i quickly scroll past it so i'm not gathering any of the the key metrics i'm like oh it's a chart quickly go down mm. i don't get any you know, number obviously i know it's gone down i'm not an idiot i see the sentiment i see all the events happen of course everything's going downwards but in terms of like a dollar value like if you ask me right now i could take a guess and i might be close i might just be coincidentally close but i honestly don't know take I, a guess. I couldn't tell you take a guess <laughs> In AUD or USD? AUD. I, AUD. AUD. Okay. Um, probably like uh, 30-ish, 35, between 30 and 35 maybe. I, I don't know. Well, yeah. I'm not going to tell I, you. But I'm not going to tell you. Either. No, I'm don't. Just trying to, I'm just yeah. trying to have a plain face. Uh, yeah. that's, that's, <laughs> it's, um... but, but either but way, I'm buying today, I'm buying tomorrow, I'm buying the following day, regardless of what the price does. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Like if you, you, I think it's possible. I, I can't claim to have been getting anywhere close to that yet. I'd like to, but um, once you realize that regardless of whether the price is going up or down, it's not going to change your behavior, yeah. it becomes kind of irrelevant. I mean, it doesn't, I mean, the purchasing power side of it is still relevant and hopefully will be, you know, in the future, but really... You know, you're not gonna. It's not gonna all of a sudden make you a trader or make you a seller or make you a whatever. If you see, so it doesn't really matter. So, yeah. but still, fair play. I don't think I could do it. Yeah. I mean, it, at these levels, it's it's like so cheap anyway. It doesn't really matter what the price is. It's just cheap, like compared to you know one year ago or whatever. It's cheap, and compared to sometime in the future, it's also cheap. Yeah. Hopefully. Um. Yeah. But. Yeah. Like from my perspective, you know, I'm totally on board with the the DCA mantra, but I'm I'm still a bit of a fiend for the smash buy. Yeah. So, like when when the price dumps, you know, you hear about it, and then I know what the price is, and then I buy some. So <laughs> I haven't smash bought for a good while. Is that right? I'm really really comfortable just DCAing at the moment. Yeah. Sometimes I, should... I get the thing going. Oh man, like. If I mean, oh, you, I haven't got the power of it yeah. when you see the price and you're like, Oh, I wish I could, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah but and I could, like, I could, but I'm just like, No, nah, I'm DCAing. It's all do you good. know what it does do when you the DCA thing? It frees up a lot of time, stop having to 
waste your time doing all that yeah. Stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah i have yeah. basically automated that away from myself you know it goes through five days a week and i just forget about it yeah i do still get the i do get the notification through to say that my dca went through so that's yeah. quite that's my that's my dopamine hit for the day and i just move on you know <laughs> it's nice um guys what have yeah we not I, I get the emails too it's like hey you've successfully dca'd yeah it's great right oh we lost them no he dc did Oh, huh. Dylan, no, Dylan, no, Dylan's you? there. Dylan's there. Yeah, I'm still here. Chris seems to have frozen a little bit. Dylan, but, is, there, yeah. is there anything we haven't covered that you'd like, like to cool. get, get out there? See that email. We're back. Oh. You there, Chris? Oh, sorry, go, gents. Bad go, back, go back a minute and replay what you just said if you can. We, you dropped out there. Oh, I don't even think it was anything very important. I think it was just more that. You know, I, I was confirming I get those same notifications, but I don't bother looking at what actually happened. It just says like, hey, subject title, yeah. you successfully dollar yeah. cost average. Cool. Delete. See you again tomorrow. <laughs> That's good, isn't it? That's good. Um, my, my thing when you just click out there, mate, was just, is there anything that we've not covered that you'd like to just get out there in front of the, the plebs to for, we want them to know? Oh, gosh. Well, I um. I mean, conference specifically, but you know, anything, you know, shoe sizes, it doesn't matter. Was that a ghost that just walked past <laughs> you then, Chris? <laughs> nah, that, that, that was the, uh, the Bitcoiner lady. <laughs> they did, they do exist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all beautiful too. <laughs> totally. Uh, um, yeah, so I nothing you want to talk, talk about or add to yeah, the whole Bitcoin? Um, yeah. I mean, if you're interested, uh, you can check us out on Twitter at Bitcoin Alive or our website, bitcoinalive.io. Um, yeah, we'll have tickets on sale very soon and speaker announcements very soon. Uh, and then it's uh, game on and hope to see everybody in April. You well, can pre-register I... for the tickets. So you can jump to our website and right down the bottom, there'll be like a little email form where you can just register your interest and and I, I would recommend if you're seriously interested in attending that you um put yourself on this list because they will be the cheapest tickets available um yeah. anyone on that pre-sale list that is building quite nicely um will get first dibs at the cheapest tickets that you we will ever release for bitcoin live so little hack there if you're definitely keen on attending that's going to be your best bet um and yeah hopefully they're available soon we're just working through the motions and and getting everything in order but either before christmas if we're lucky if not probably sometime in january cool and awesome. i'll make sure i print up my vip uh your medal yes my, medal, my little your, lanyard your lanyard yeah yeah yeah, yeah. if you actually... go to that effort i don't know if i'm going to be able to actually say no <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we oh, should have thought of that now we should thought of it <laughs> There, there will be a few satellite events around yep. the weekend as well. So we've got Bitcoin Alive on the Saturday. Uh, it will be a full day event from 10 a.m. until 5 p.m. Um, and we are planning to also have this seamlessly transition into a party as well during the night. Um, but there will also be a number of satellite events that are put on by um you know bitcoin sydney community uh and and um you know the general bitcoin australia community um so we'll have some some smaller events on thursday friday and sunday as well so uh if you're thinking of coming uh why not come for a few days either side and and get the full experience yeah awesome and then that the, brings the, 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 the thinking that hopefully with brings the, internationals uh, as well three or four yes. days three or four days in australia would be nicer than just a day in and day out right yeah exactly yeah. right and so that was our rationale for for doing this is like how do we convince these people to jump on a plane and come 24 hours to the other side of the world well let's actually package in a few side events on either side of the of the main attraction so that they get a few different experiences so we're, we're talking to a few people and obviously that you know our focus is very much bitcoin alive but we want to tr try provide as much value add for all of the community so having that that local crypto, sorry, local Bitcoin Sydney meetup um, will will kind of give you one experience, and then you've got the Bitcoin Alive um, event, which is the big you know large scale conference, and then we're we're toying up with some sort of like so funny you mentioned at the start of the chat um, like taking pictures and and sending people like a photo of Kuji or Bonda 
So we actually made that joke yesterday speaking with um, someone else from the Australian Bitcoin community. So we've yeah. been talking to, I don't know if we can say this, but maybe this will also kick in some of the FOMO, but we've been talking to like a bunch of internationals and one of them has been Greg Foss. So we actually met Greg um, overseas and he's um, pretty strongly interested in coming. So we, we really do hope that we can get him across the line. But um, someone mentioned he was a surfer um, and yeah. he's got a bunch of Aussie friends as well. So there's like a good good support narrative to getting Greg to come over. Um, but yeah, we're starting to think that maybe we should just start sending him like uh, the swell report and some photos <laughs> of like Bondi beach to like get him excited to come, you know, surfing in, in Australia. Cause it's one of the things that everyone kind of looks at us for is our amazing beaches and surf. Yeah. So if you've not surfed yeah, in Australia, you're not a surfer. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So yeah. Hoping, hoping we can get a few of those um, guys to come across for multiple, multiple reasons whether it's bitcoin alive or some of these side events or some of the culture and you know just i mean it's a beautiful country and, and a lot of the things that a lot of the feedback we got from the people we met overseas was like i'd love to come to australia it's always been on the list but it's yeah. just like so far and and yeah. so expensive and like i need a really strong reason to come here so we're hoping bitcoin alive and, and this whole sort of four five six day experience will be a really valid reason for some of these internationals to come visit and also tax deductible for anybody running a Bitcoin business. Yes. Yeah, of course. Everything's a tax <laughs> taxable uh, event, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, um, it sounds like you guys are absolutely all over this. So, yeah, it's, it's super exciting. I'm yeah, glad absolutely. it sounds like that. <laughs> well, it does. It does. <laughs> it sounds good, guys. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll be there. Yeah. So oh, there's, is there's, true? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm having something. Hey, there. there we go. Um, but um, I hope that doesn't put too many people off. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, thank you very much. I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, and best of luck. I mean, I know it's going to be a lot of hard work, but uh, best of luck. I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's going to be a big success. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much. Um, yeah, thanks a lot for having us. Cheers, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. And, and uh, I'm looking forward to a, a good event in April. Thanks.